1: And it's great to be back with you, folks. I hope uh, I hope this podcast is finding you well this morning. I, we promised last week, we said we're going down to Southland Christian Camp. We're going to be with our friends, the Herbsters. And we wanted to do some live interviews. We wanted to bring them to you and uh, just catch you up on things. And it's been a great meeting down here at Southland. And as I always recommend to you folks, those of you within striking distance here, make sure you go out and you look at the website and you look at what they have going on here. Sign up. Uh, this place is exciting. they got an exciting summer. Always good preachers, always good teachers, always good counselors. They do everything. I, You know, I get this feel of a, a military operation going on around here. And, and folks, I just want to share that with you because I think those are the best types of environments. Uh, great food, great people. So make sure you go out and look. With me this morning, now the director of the camp, I think the last 10 or 15 years, right? Yes, sir. Since 2008. 2008. So we have Mike Herbster with us, so real quick, that looks like 14 years, coming up on 15 years, running the camp down here. And now the Herbsters, Mike along with his wife Amy and their children, they travel, trailer truck, I mean, church to church, running around the country. And uh, we saw them, we were sitting last night in our room trying to figure that out through our military days. We, we saw you up in Alexandria, Virginia, we saw you down in Southern Virginia so we saw them at at least two churches and we may have run over to see you with guys in like Williamsburg or something somewhere along the way so we think we saw you guys at three different churches so tell us about that how long were you
2: guys on uh, evangelism yeah the lord allowed my wife and i along with my brother and his family to be an evangelistic team and we traveled for 13 years wow um full-time in a in a truck and trailer and i think the time i remember was in virginia beach when we met you guys yeah. at Walt Cole's church, yeah. Good News Baptist Church. Oh, Walt and Cole's We had a great, great time man. there yeah. and um, began to get to know you and uh, the ministry that you guys had. And uh, just thrilled to be able to partner with you for the cause of Christ. It's, uh, it's a yeah. blessing. And Brother Doug, you're a great friend and I appreciate uh, mm-hmm. your friendship and appreciate what you're doing for the cause of Christ. Well, same
1: here, brother. Uh, Just mutual respect and uh, thankful. And, and, you know, when these folks travel, just to give you guys an idea who are listening in, so Mike and Mark are twins, and uh, they're both married to great ladies, a musical family. And one of the coolest things about them coming to our churches, and and you still travel a little bit. You travel with... Uh, your family and your son has an evangelistic team and coming here out of Southland Christian Camp So sometime off season, especially they still travel So I want to point that out to you pastors out there that they still travel uh, You can get a hold of them here at Southland Christian Camp. They'll make sure they call you back Well, one of the things I loved about their evangelistic meeting. It was always spot-on the music was always God honoring uh, the messages were always thought-provoking and uh, I can remember that every single message I went home with two or three pages of notes. Just uh, really thankful. And uh, Brother Mike uh, preached to us last night here at the Wounded Spirits Camp. We usually ask him every year to do Wednesday night, but he's on his way over to Pensacola Christian College. I just want to say this, if, uh, if you're a young man or a young woman, and uh, uh, you're in good standing with your church, and you're thinking about a camp type of ministry, Please pray about Southland Christian Camp and get a hold of the folks over here because they're, they're always looking for counselors and, and people to be part of the summer help over here. And I think it's, you know, those types of internships are almost like a basic training as a Christian. You get to meet a lot of people and, and you know, the people you meet uh, stay with you throughout your ministry. And not only to mention that, you get to make friends. Uh, you know, right. friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever the case may be, you get to make friends. Well, what I
2: wanted to do, folks, is I wanted to just ask Mike, what's your life verse, brother? Yeah, thanks, Doug, and um, appreciate you guys coming to Southland. Yeah. And I'll share a little bit more about that as well. But um, my life verse is Philippians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. Yeah. The verses say, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed But that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Uh And it just encapsulates, in my opinion, in a a very brief passage, really what ought to be the theme of my life, and in in particular to magnify Christ, whether it be by life or by death, and of course keeping Christ preeminent. Um, and at the, at the heart of what we do here at the camp is, is that focus as well. As you know, our theme verse here at camp is Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. And um, as a c- Christian camp, a parachurch organization, we're just seeking to partner with local churches and like-minded ministries uh, for the cause of Jesus Christ. And primarily primarily a youth camp. Yeah. So during the summer, um, we, we host um, about 2,500 campers last summer. And uh, we saw um, just under 100 young people come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. And wow. we hire about 70 summer staff, which you referenced just a moment ago. Yeah. And um, the, the work that God does in the lives of those college students is super important. And um, as they serve with us for the, for the 10 weeks, uh, the one week of training and the nine weeks of summer camp, and uh, we would appreciate and covet any, anybody out there that would pray for us and uh, just uh, invest time in just bring, bringing our ministry before the Lord. Uh, God would show His power. And of course, we're, we're available through our website uh, to register if anybody wants to come and be a part of uh, the camp ministry. But at our, at the core of who we are is three things that come from that text in Philippians chapter 10. That is, we want, we want our ministry to be um, initiating passion for God. Mm. So through ev- all of our ministries, our camps, and, and our extended ministries outside of, uh, to the churches, we want people to know that living for God and loving God is the best thing that they can do with their life. Yeah, We don't want um, young people to think that if I love God, it's going to be a ho-hum, boring, dull life. God has great things in store for them. And the best thing that they can do is to walk with him. You know, just like uh, you're, a, you're a New York Giants fan, if I remember right. Praise God, yeah. And when Doug comes to camp, he wears his New York Giants I stuff. Do. and yeah. His hat and stuff. And immediately he initiates passion for the Giants because he wears the paraphernalia. He, he spends the time watching the games. And, and I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Sorry, brother. Right. You've had more success lately than I yeah. have. Well, yeah. I know. We were disappointed by the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I know. It's just a simple illustration that, you know, what you love, you spend time on. What you love, you think about. What you love, you stand up for. What you love, you know, dominates your thinking. Yeah. And the highest love of our life should be the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and I want to just encourage anybody that's listening to get yourselves to a point where you You love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength, and it drives everything that you do. In that text, it says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And That's at the heart of what we we want. We want uh, young people to know that loving God is the best thing they can do. The second part of that is, and it goes right in line with our theme verse, is that we want them to identify their purpose. And so part of the ministry that we have here is to help people understand that they are not here for themselves. There's a bigger purpose going on. And, and that purpose, obviously, is the glory of God. Everybody has the same purpose. Right. And uh, the unsaved world doesn't know what that purpose is. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know for sure Jesus is your Savior, you have not come to an awareness yet of your full purpose. The Bible says, Fault for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, sir. So um, our goal is to help those that are unsaved receive Christ so that they can properly glorify God. And then once they are saved, we struggle. We, we fight the, the enemies that are out there, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And so uh, helping young people see that they can glorify God, whether they eat or drink or whatever they do, do all to the glory of God. And so um, we want to help them in every way through the counseling we do, and through the uh, preaching that happens, and through uh, the lifestyles that we represent. That, that glorifying God is the best thing that they can do, and and uh, that they can fulfill God's purpose. Yeah. We would all agree that if you if you don't fulfill a purpose for your existence, then you've then you've failed. And I sure don't want to get to heaven have to sing that old gospel song. I wish I gave him more. Yeah, and I I want to make That'd sure I tough. do it. Make sure we do it all, and that's one thing I've always appreciated about uh, Brother Doug and the ministry that he represents is that he, he gives it his all. He's 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 out there uh, doing the work of the ministry, and I appreciate appreciate Amen. appreciate well, that. We try to do that, and, and and you know one of the things, Brother Mike, I, I I really like the way you explained
1: what's happening here at a ministry. So so really, as you look at Southland, there's a few things going on. There's some opportunities here, and you know the biggest opportunity if you or your children. Uh, are, you know, of that age, where maybe you'd be interested in working here this summer, next summer, a couple years down the road, check that out, make contact here. Another thing is, you know, organizations like this, You know, they run on donation and prayer. So please add them to your prayer list and maybe God would lead you to make a small donation to Southland. You can do that by going out to Southland Christian Camp today, going out to the website and looking around. Now, now Mike, I want to change a little bit. I want to change the direction we're going. So knowing that most of the people who listen to us so they got hurting hearts, you know, mm-hmm. so we're talking to, you know, missionaries on the mission field, maybe in Nepal, maybe in South America and Africa. We're talking to people with PTSD, hurting hearts, things of that nature. Uh, being in the ministry a long time. I mean, you've got, you've got a lot of ministry. Uh, River has went under the bridge. You've, you've seen people hurting and things of that nature. And, and, and brother, what would you recommend through your experience uh, a, a new Christian, somebody who's come to the Lord, who's dealt with hurt, who's dealt with uh, these things that really mess with their life? What would be, and, and, and again, folks, I'll tell you, these questions are not pre-rehearsed. Uh, they're raw. And uh, But I, I just wanted to ask Brother Mike this. What would you recommend to somebody? How would you say get plugged in, get to that place where they're bringing their family to Southland, get to that place where they're growing in the Lord, take a couple minutes and maybe expound on from your experience how somebody can go from level A, maybe, and again, we got people that are level A and level Z listening to us, Mm -hmm. but how would you recommend somebody who just got saved, maybe through the PTSD ministry, through the local church, how would you recommend they get to the place where they're serving God in their church, or maybe if they want more, how would you recommend they go about that?
2: Well, that's a super good question, and let's all face it, challenges are real. Yeah. Emotions are real. Yeah. We live in a hurting world, a broken world. And um, I can't even begin to imagine the hurt that uh, people go through. And there's always people in worse off situations than you are. The, the challenge for all, all of us in this hurting world is to not focus on the hurt, but focus on the healer and focus on on God. I think of Psalm forty two as one of my favorite passages as the heart panteth for the water brooks, mm-hmm. so my soul panteth for thee, O God. And and in that text it David is actually crying out of his own hurt. And he 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 says, I will hope in God. It's if you're hurting today, maybe go to Psalm 42. There's a great text that comes mm-hmm. to mind immediately when I think of this. And just remember as you um, as you As a new Christian, especially if you're a new Christian out there, that you've come to the right place in receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. Yeah. The power for um, all of our living comes not from ourselves, not from psychology, not from even counseling. It comes from you personally um, getting to know your God. And the people that know God will be strong and do great exploits. There's nothing more important for you than to be in the Word of God and studying it regularly, having somebody counsel you, point you in the direction of the Word of God, and being in a church that uh, preaches and teaches the Word of God, being around other people that are living out the truths of the Word of God and building relationships with people. That can encourage you. That you can be transparent with, and finding finding people that love the Word of God that, that you can be vulnerable with and share your hurts and your um, what you're going what you're going through. Yeah. And uh, God has answers for all of that. And um, I love the text that says, "Cast all your care upon Him, for He cares for you." And um, what the burdens that you're bearing, um, our Lord wants to bear on your behalf. And it, there, is, there is a sense in which the New Testament obviously teaches us that we are to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of God. And so we are to emulate Christ and love other, love other brothers in Christ. So there are brothers and sisters out there that um, would love to come alongside of you and help bear those burdens as well. But ultimately, the greatest burden bearer is our Savior Christ and, yeah. and um, your, your personal relationship with Him. So time in, time in the Word, time in prayer, time with people that are pushing you in those d- directions and then faithfully faithfully fellowshipping and hearing the Word of God at a, at a good Bible preaching um, church and
1: yeah and, and I think there's a there's really good information in there and and I think brother Mike hit it right on we've got to be around other people uh, that are in, maybe helping us along push you know in that local church environment that's really a place we start we we got to get in a local church environment. You know, at our church, we have a new members class. And and then for people, so everybody goes through that. So this is, so we all know exactly where we're going. You know, there's no, uh, nobody deviates from the plan because the pastor himself teaches the new member class. And then we have a new Christian class. And I recommend sometimes to folks, you just go through these things. And then from there, you know, I have an accountability partner, not just my wife who I, uh, do Bible study with every day, or whatever the case may be. I have an accountability partner uh, that I work with there at the church. You know, mm-hmm. uh, one of the pastors there is taking me under his wings and he calls me and things like that. So I really recommend that. So, so, Mike, in that same vein, and folks, I want to tell you something that all families have been through junk, have been through craziness. And Mike has a couple brothers, Matt and Mark. So, Mark is his twin brother. Uh, Matt is a little bit older. And boy, there's been some. Real hard things that Matt went through. So your Mm -hmm. family is not uh, somebody who has been without pain. I mean, you you lost your real sweet sister-in-law, Julie, who was married to Matt. And uh, I know that was extremely difficult. And some listen to us today are in the midst of that or they've lost somebody. And and God has been really good to your family. And uh, he's been really good to Matt. And how would you encourage somebody who's been through that bereavement, who's been through that loss from what you sat back and watched your your dear brother and your mm-hmm. sister-in-law, wonderful lady. We got to meet her a couple times at, at the uh, days that they would come through, you know, the wilds there in North Carolina that come up to our church and we'd have the wilds day and we got to meet her. Just a brilliant lady, smart yeah. lady. Um, looking what? back at how your family got through all that and helped somebody along because a lot of these people's, people are helpers. Yeah. What would you say to folks?
2: Well, again, uh, that brings me back to uh, a lot of, a lot of the hurtful times in, in our, our home, well, I lost my sister-in-law, as you just mentioned, yeah. and then since then my wife has lost both. Uh, well, My wife lost her dad when we were first married in a very sudden uh, heart attack. Yeah. Um, at, not expected at all, just total, total sud- sudden wow. loss um, early on in our marriage, and then uh, be, be, uh, in the last couple of years she's lost her mother, so my wife has lost both of her uh, parents. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a difficult thing uh, to go through as well. But the loss of, of Julie Herbster um, was a very yeah. challenging time. We um, we were we were led in our faith, I would say, uh, through Matt's response, my brother Matt, when he lost his wife, and that was to um, to not discard of truth, the truth of God, in the times where the devil really tempts you in those hard times, in those times of grief, yeah. to really. Question the uh, the fairness, uh, you know. Question the sovereignty of God, and at those times, it caused us all to really cling very closely to specific truths about who God is, the attributes of God, and the truth of God. We actually did a recording called "Resting" that was totally centered around that. uh, And that
1: one song, brother, I I wanted to mention. I was going to go to your music, but what's the one song that Matt wrote?
2: coming out of that childhood Yeah, um, it, he wrote a song that's that's called um <laughs> you you would ask me God. on the spot about that yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll come to me in a second yeah uh, so something so friends, about go out faith, to, faithfulness and yeah oh boy just that's a wonderful
1: right. song it, to this day
2: it brings a tear to my eye when i listen in to faith, it in faith i'll follow in faith i will oh, follow oh my goodness it it will it will enough tear you up because he talks about how in faith he's going to follow through whatever God brings down the pathway. yeah. And that ultimately the end of that is one day just getting to heaven and hearing him say, well done, yeah. have good and faithful servant. Yeah, beautiful song. Uh, and I, I was going to say one other thing about um, yeah. the tendency that we have when we're grieving or when we're going through a very emotional times in our life is to isolate ourselves in our emotions, and we allow our emotions to uh, get the best of us. Emotions aren't necessarily wrong things. Emotions are a part of life but when we when we rest in and isolate ourselves into an emotional state rather than investing ourselves in the lives, I find for for me when I'm when I have something hurtful happen or there's a tendency for discouragement that when I begin to uh, obviously run to the Lord and uh, surround myself with godly people that can encourage me but investing myself in the life of somebody else or serving in my church, or serving somebody in my family, gets my attention off of my my current reality and helps me to see that there, you know, there there's still a purpose for my for Amen. my life. And so, find a place to invest yourself in the life of other uh, other people and uh, serve others. That was a super big thing when we were going through that trial. Is that we just. We, we got back on the road and we just continued to invest in the lives of other people. And we began to see that the comfort wherewith we were being comforted in the trial that we were going through was now allowing us to invest even better in the lives of other people. And I, I do think that's one of the things that the Lord does allow difficulties in each one of our lives, varying, you know, various trials, so that we can then invest and encourage other people that are going through similar situations yeah so and just reach out a biblical
1: truth out of second corinthians there and and you know there's a lot of healing and helping and uh, i think the herbster music is you know so we go out we're part of this bible print ministry two or three different churches and we always have music playing in the background and one of the things we do is we go out to youtube or spotify and listen to the herbster songs they're done really well uh, the accompaniments, well, and again, good music plugging in. But a couple things that Mike said that I want to pass on to you guys today that uh, that I heard that was a real help to me is uh, we just got back on the road. We just helped each other along. Uh, we plugged into what was available to us, and you know, as an epilogue, and and I don't mean this, but almost in a job kind of way, God brought a wonderful lady. Uh, right into Matt's life with you know, within within a couple of years, they're married, they're serving God over in Hong Kong. So, folks, I want you to know if you're in a bad situation today, God has a plan through that. I don't know what it is, I don't know how fast things are going to work for you. I don't know, I don't know any of those things, but I do know the truths that Brother Mike shared with us today are real. We've seen him work, Brother Mike's seen him work. Mm-hmm. Brother Mike's family went through that terrible tragedy, and and, and folks, there there's no um there's no end to the pain that you go through as we always say it's a journey and God uses that pain to help others Mm -hmm. and uh, but then God comes along he brings other people in our life to strengthen us and so I just want to recap a couple things that were said today and and one of those things is Southland Christian Camp is here it's in the southern United States in Louisiana just an hour or so east of uh, Shreveport and, and folks, it serves the whole Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Mississippi, even parts of Florida community. It's a great Christian camp, so go out and look that up. And I'm thankful that Brother Mike came through with us today. I'm thankful that he was able to uh, give us a little bit of insight on what's happened in their lives. I mean, years in evangelism, folks, I have no clue how that works. And just a just a wonderful thing to roll into church. I'm sure, brother, that sometimes uh, when you rolled into churches and stuff, God did, had to do a great work in your life just to be able to continue Absolutely. on at some of those places. And not that the churches were bad, but it's just every single week, in it? Mm-hmm. I mean, every you go from one place to another, right? right. No matter how you're feeling, you guys are up preaching right and I mean your wife's are playing pianos and, and, and both Mike and Mark's wife's uh, on the road just wonderful people musicians but and you know you have kids and right. you have all those things so so serving God doesn't come without cost there's a cost there exactly and uh, and moving over to this camp is a big deal and then just an epilogue on Mark so we told you uh, his older brother Matt Mike's older brother Matt is serving in Hong Kong right now as a missionary and, and doing a great job a great mm-hmm. work over there and then Mark who had been on the road with Mike is actually working at one of our favorite uh bible colleges we tell everybody we we're really big on Pensacola christian college and we're really big on maranatha uh, baptist university up there we really like these colleges and and so folks mark is actually serving on the staff up there at maranatha so if you get up there you got to meet these folks and mike's kids Uh, actually are attending. Mm -hmm. He's had three of his children already that are either still in attendance or attending Maranatha Baptist University. So you get a pretty good idea of what's going on. And I wanna say this to you, these people here are open. If you're a missionary on the field and you're hurting, uh, if, if you're out here thinking about a camp, if you're thinking about anything, please feel free to call out here at Southland Christian Camp. And when they get a chance, they'll call you back and tell you about the opportunities they have here. Excellent. And the last one I want to share with you is I know a lot of you guys are listen to us do some construction work and maybe you're a little bit older. And, uh, you know, this is the time of the year. Uh, where they're able to have people come in. They'll throw you in a room and let you help out for a week or two. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do that, I know uh, there's a group of Carpenters for Christ listening to us right now. So this is the place maybe you talk about coming out next year and get that set up. But uh, we sure do love you folks. And we're very thankful, very thankful, Brother Mike, for the opportunity to have you on our podcast. And thank very you for thankful the to be at
2: your camp. And thank you for the ministry that you have. Sure. May God bless you. Thanks.